Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Today I broadened the topic a little bit. <clears throat> I wanted to bring in more lunatics from other lunatic genres. Can we up the ante of weirdness and freaks? Creeps and goobers. I think we can. I think there's no shortage of goobers. We're really in the midst of a United States goober crisis. We have an, a maximum extreme um, goober epidemic. <clears throat> 
There's a dweeb epidemic, goober epidemic, a witch epidemic. So I thought, <clears throat> let's open it up and get some of these loons in here. Because we just might as well give up on real debates. I mean, we're just past that. We might as well just accept that it's the era of low-hanging fruit. There's no point. Might as well just embrace the low-hanging fruit. <clears throat> embrace the madness. <laughs> it does. I don't start coughing until I start talking. Welcome, everybody. <clears throat> Hope you enjoy my CGI bookshelf. That's a 10-year-old joke. Come on, guys. Y'all got to update the jokes, bro. Get a new download of jokes from jokes.com. My background CGI bookshelf is a 10-year-old joke. Y'all, we got to step it up, right? I mean, it's time. I, I'm just, we got to bring it. We got to, we got to up our game, okay? 10-year-old <clears throat> jokes, 10-year-old topics, mainstream media, mainstream alt media, people talking about stuff that we figured out 10, 20 years ago. Roman Catholics figuring out stuff that we figured out 10, 20 years ago. So, you know, I'm basically at light speed moving past. It's like light speed and everybody else in the media and whatnot. They're moving at damn, you know. I mean, they're kind of moving fast. They're basically like Keanu on that, on that bus with Sandra Bullcock. Remember that movie? Speed. Remember that? <clears throat> And there's a cultural bomb on the plane placed there by Dennis Hopper. I don't know where I'm going with that. I was being silly with that analogy. <clears throat> I'm moving at light speed. I'm like Matthew McConaughey, Matthew Mick, Matthew McDaddy in a damn spacesuit, you know, 500 years ahead, looking in on everybody, figuring out stuff that we figured out 10, 20 years ago. If you follow this channel, you're light speed ahead. You're, you're Matthew McConaughey, age 500, looking back at feminist Jessica Chastain 500 years earlier. You know what I mean? Reaching through the ether, touching your daughter's shoulder, or touching yourself. I don't know. That's weird. A weird Matthew McConaughey self-erotic scene where the future you 500 years from now is going back and touching yourself. That's weird. Gross. Get out of here with that nonsense. Maybe that was the look. I should love he was talking about all the time. Just love. Love yourself <clears throat> in the future. Do not reach back in time and touch yourself. That's gross. But anyway, how do we get onto that? I don't even know. Oh, it's because uh, America Fest. We're talking about things that people uh, in the alternative media sphere figured out 10, 15 years ago, right? Come on now. <clears throat> Just a little bit of bragging, a little bit of horn tooting, tooting my horn. Doo -doo. <laughs> I'm in a silly mood today, y'all. <clears throat> but what else can you be in other than being in a silly mood? How come you don't be more serious? Who could be serious in this society? This society is ridiculous. Badonka donk. This society got a redonka donk, badonka donk. It's ridiculous, man. How can you be super serious? People don't know how to debate. People don't know what a fallacy is. What that is. 
Remember Bryson Gray? What that is? Bryson, that's a fallacy. What that is? What that is? Exactly. Bryson reflecting basically the rest of society. A bunch of goobers. So what what else can we do except except the gooberdom? <clears throat> I'm I'm for a goober goobocracy. We in a goobocracy, bro, by by design. Run by really uh, dark technocratic elites above the goober class. But hey, right now we got to submit to the goober class. I'm talking about Joe Biden's and the AOCs. You know what I'm saying? And the Kamala, the Kamato Harris, Kamato Harris. Remember Michelle Obama? She's trying to talk to the classes to get them a healthy lunch. Y'all need to be eating candy bars and bananas out there for lunch. Remember Michelle? Uh, my wife Michelle. My wife Michelle's going to get you to eat a healthy lunch. Uh, nutritious breakfast. Uh, hot dogs, bananas, and candy corn. Uh, that's what Michelle says. That's what Michelle says. Healthy breakfast. <clears throat> Y'all like my Obama? Of course you do. Of course you do. <clears throat> I'm still sick, man. I, <laughs> I guess I've just accepted. I had just accepted that I'm going to be sick <clears throat> for the rest of my life. <clears throat> Let's just accept it. <clears throat> you commit, Chase Haggard says, you commit the Bryson fallacy. What that is? What that is? I'm just kidding, Bryson. Don't get your feelings hurt. Just kidding, Bryson. <coughs> Some dude said you can't do impressions as racist. Oh, really? And the same dude that said that did an impression of me, which is funny because that would also mean that he's racist. Because now, now you're trying to you're trying to impressionate a white dude. If you're a a Mexican dude, that's also racist. Cause everything is racist. Bruh, bruh. Remember that song? My, that's actually an overlooked song. Racist Dracula. <coughs> anyway, what are we talking about? A bunch of nonsense today. <clears throat> Nobody has wisdom. Nobody really knows what a debate is. And so we might as well just embrace the low-hanging fruit <coughs> and just accept that you're basically talking to a bunch of kindergartners. I mean, the, the average, you know, it used to be the news would tailor its message to a sixth grade reading level. And, uh, you know, Kotel was showing some stats a few months ago that basically nobody even can read anymore. Like 20% of high school students can even read or have ever read a book. So we're basically just talking to kindergartners now. So just accept it. Welcome to, it's not even idiocracy. It's kidiocracy. Even though that, that sounds dirty and weird. That sounds creepy. It's uh, goob goobocracy. I don't know. That's stupid. But that's where we're at. Anyway, so it's open forum today. And what that means is <clears throat> you can call in. <clears throat> I'm just giving up on expecting people to make arguments because they, they, they just never will. So you can call in and try to make the voice sounds come out of your mouth to be coherent like adults do. You can try that. You want to make an argument? Want to make argument? <laughs> now I'm turning into Tristan's version of Elmo. Oh, beep, beep, boop, boop. Remember that? <clears throat> Tr Tristan needs to bring back 
It's not even idiot. It's a kid, kidiocracy. It's stupid kids running things. That's what it is. Even though that sounds weird and dirty. Uh, Tristan needs to bring back Tristan's Elmo. Remember Tristan's Elmo? By the way, <clears throat> we got a haggard in the chat, ready to chat. He wants to. He wants to talk some smack about something. I don't know. <clears throat> Righty tighty says he followed seven years ago. Well, then you know the, you know the troubles and the travails of being 20 years ahead of everybody else. You know what I mean? All right, 15 years ahead of everybody else. We'll be conservative, 15 years ahead. <clears throat> you can support the show via the Super Chat function right there. Super Chats are via Streamlabs. What that is? Right there, that's what that is. <clears throat> I've already said I'll do whatever podcast. I'll go on and debate them, them throws. Can't say the H word. Can't say no words. I'll debate them hoes. <gasps> Oops, I said it. <laughs> Might as well just accept it. <clears throat> We're not in the world of serious academic debates anymore. We're in the world of just monkey throw poo-poo at wall. Monkey throw poo-poo. That's what we're at, dude. So that's what it is. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Why are you so silly all the time? The whole society's silly, dummy. What do you think? I'm just trying to fit in. <laughs> So if you call in, you can make your arguments, even though we already know <laughs> ain't nobody going to make a damn argument. <laughs> Y'all just going to be dumb, saying dumb stuff. The Bible says this. The Bible's true because of the Bible. All right, we know what the Protestants are going to say. We know what the atheists are going to say. God not real because evil thing. You never seen the God. Dirt, dirt. We already know. At least try to have a different argument. You know what I mean? If you're a Protestant or atheist, at least try. Just try to have a different argument. You know what I mean? People don't even try to have a different argument. We already know we're not going to get any dumb feminists to call in. I don't even know why I put it up there. I just thought maybe. I mean, we did get some wine moms. Hell, I'd rather have that drunk Hispan Hispanoid chick calling in, calling me... You're arrogant as fucking your theoretical tyrannical rainer. Eh, barely. Yo, call back in, babe. I want to hear how bad I am. Eh, I see. Eh, I come pick you up on my pimped up bicycle. We go for a ride. Make Jamie really jealous. Barely jealous, Jamie. But for real though, you better get over here. You remember that chick? <laughs> Would you rather have <clears throat> the wine mom that called in with slam poetry or the Latinx wine mom that called in, uh, put me in my place talking about her charismatic gifts. Remember that they were both pretty good. <clears throat> Maybe I've been, I've got, I've got it all backwards. I need to open it up to wine moms doing slam poetry. That's the real, that's the real, that's the real it. You know what I'm saying? That's that real Some damn slam poetry. All right. The way it works is you call in. You can ask whatever questions. We already know nobody's going to have any good arguments. I don't even know why I say arguments. You can uh, quote arguments. Uh, you can call in and make your monkey sounds. <laughs> <laughs> For your atheism. 
Uh, or you can talk about other topics too. Feminism, geopolitics. Maybe you want to talk about geopolitics. You want to talk about, keep it within the terms of service. Why are you trying to get this channel nuked? Come on now. Y'all know what's up. Remember to unmute yourself, even though there's no point in even saying that because nobody's going to remember to unmute themselves. They're going to start talking and then they're not going to say anything and I'm going to tell them to unmute and then they're going to go, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? <laughs> what is this? Five years of this now? Four years of this? <laughs> How does this work? What do I do? Can you hear me? I'm in a ridiculous mood. I'm sorry. I, what do you want from me? <clears throat> what do you want from me? He's on drugs. He's on drugs. Look at him. Yeah, the drugs I'm on, they're called Chalk.com. Bazin Chad. Ho healthy, holy drugs. Chalk.com. That's what. Head on over to Chalk.com. Show sponsor right now. Use promo code J50. J-A-Y-5-0. Get some of that Chad mode, boy. Stop being a soy man. Toxic. You're toxic. Yo, toxic, gone slipping under. Like Britney said. Britney's talking about you. Toxic. And the taste of your chocolate is glamorous. Yo, toxic, gone slipping under. That's Britney was singing about chalk. She said, the taste of your chalk so glamorous. Yo, toxic, chalk slipping under. That didn't make any sense, but still. <laughs> All right. What's the topics today? Atheism, papacy, philosophy. It says open Q&A. That does not mean open up to Q-tards. No Q. None of that nonsense. Q&A. Read the rest of it, dummy. Geopolitics. Uh, papacy. Uh, Islam. Uh, Calvinism. All the above. Please let's avoid the, the same old things. But you know what? If you, because we, I, there's not even, is there even any point? If I say let's avoid it, that the first dude's going to call and say, oh, what's your response to the uh, person who says we should follow the Bible alone, right? Please don't make me have the same debate that I've had 5,000 times. 5,000. I was born in adversity. <laughs> You're making me feel like Bane over here. Please don't repeat my name 50 times. J, 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 wait, J. You know what? I shouldn't have blocked all these people over the years because all the people that I blocked are the ones that are the most entertaining. J, bro, sorry, Catholic dude here. <laughs> sorry, bro, you know, straight up papacy enjoyer. <laughs> Matthew 16, bro. Remember that dude? <laughs> I should have let that dude back on. That dude was entertaining. Sorry, bro. Ortho haters. Ortho jealous. <laughs> Wishing you were in the papacy team, bro. <laughs> uh, really? You sure about that? <laughs> where's, all them, where's all the papacy bros now, boy? Huh? Where they at, boy? Where the papacy bros at? Scared? Crying? Pope Francis. <laughs> Tr barely feel. Maybe the Pope's a heretic. Figuring out stuff Orthodox figured out a, a millennia ago. Welcome to Team Orthodox, papacy bros. I'm just being silly. <clears throat> I'm just being silly. All right, we got one of our, I thought that was Chase Haggard. It's not, it's Civic Crisis. My boomer eyes, I can't read. Civic Crisis, uh-oh. What's up, Civic Crisis? <clears throat> I'm you, dude. 
Damn, boy, you're muted. To what? To you? Something? No, to your uh, show. Man, this ain't your the, show. I ain't introducing you. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. What's up? What's on your mind? That was really funny. Okay, what's on your mind? Something's been on my mind a lot lately. It's been something I was hoping to get a uh, discussion about and then saw your show. So hopefully this okay. is a perfect opportunity to discuss it a little bit. Okay, Uh-oh. So, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, the thing is, and I'll just get straight into Uh-oh, it. Uh-oh, here we go. Uh, it, so Satanism, they say, isn't actually a religion. And, you know, the devil, he, he's just going to be uh, in, intentionally confusing people. You know, that's the whole purpose. And it, you can go to certain scriptures, whatever, but take it however you will. The point is that the devil is intentionally Okay, uh, yeah, so I switched to a different uh, page on Stream Deck and the audio was muted. I'll repeat your question. Can you guys hear me now? So, <clears throat> is the sound back? I know it's muted, guys. I know. So, the reason it's muted is because I switched pages. Yeah, can you hear me now? I just need to make sure the, I know the chat's behind. I know. Yes, 500 times seeing that it's muted. I know, guys. I know. Is it back? Okay, good. Yeah, so if I switch different pages and I have the ads uh, ready to go, then I have to unmute. So it has to do with ads being being run. Anyway, so his question was, first of all, the is the Church of Satan, or his comment, wasn't a question, is the Church of Satan, <coughs> or the uh, Satanic Temple, <coughs> is it technically a religion? So different Satanic groups will say that <coughs> uh, they are... Um, not religious or not a religion. And they do that because 
Like if it's the church of Satan, they're t- technically atheistic and they see Satan as kind of this uh, symbolic figure that you direct your, it's like a higher version of yourself to direct your will and intention towards to better yourself. So that's the church of Satan view. The <coughs> I don't know exactly what the satanic temple's technical philosophy is, but there's other groups that call themselves theistic Satanists and they believe that there is an actual kind of entity that you can <coughs> worship and invoke like the temple of set or whatever. So, <clears throat> um, I mean, this is probably just one of the fundamental problems in American enlightenment philosophy is that, you know, it's grounded in this idea that the ultimate principle is, uh, enlightenment rationalism and the freedom of conscience and the freedom of worship, which means that basically every religious position or, or non-religious position is on an equalized footing. And of course, we don't believe that uh, we would easily precept that into oblivion, but it is the enlightenment doctrine of, you know, the, of America. And I know that, but the original uh, founders didn't believe in separation of church and state. I know all this. I've heard that. I mean, separate, it's a relation, separation of church and state, not God from state, but the God that they believed in is a generic, meaningless, natural theology. God, it's not any specific deity. So it's really irrelevant that they had a separation of uh, church and state because there really is no, that's premised on dividing God from church, right? So there's not any true church. There's just a generic God of nature. That's the enlightenment, natural theology, natural religion view. And being more consistent with that, America eventually evolved in the direction of more and more atheism more and more enlightenment presuppositions to where it's just a kind of agnostic, deistic, and outright atheistic position to where yeah, there's no reason why any any position is above any other position. All positions are equalized, and ultimately the, the arbiter is the uh, corporate state. So even though America is supposed to be an enlightenment libertarian, uh, you know, free market, freedom of religion, whatever milieu, the actual praxis of it means that it evolves to being a corporate state. It's run by a shadow state, which by the logic of its own um, governance promotes degeneracy, promotes anything hedonistic because that furthers the system's control over people. So <clears throat> that's the logic of the system that we're under. So I would say that it's not even really a question of some uh, bizarro group of this satanic group or what it really just goes back to the enlightenment presuppositions of do what thou wilt anyway and that's an enlightenment doctrine way before crowley right this is like marquis de sade and rabelais and these characters like they were saying uh do what you will way before crowley was so crowley's just borrowing from those dudes <clears throat> so either either we live in an, a godless world where you can do what you will uh, or there is a god and that's wrong and you can't have a government uh, set up around uh, neutral enlightenment presuppositions of natural theology and natural religion because there's no such thing as natural theology and natural religion. So <clears throat> you either go in the direction of atheism or Christian theism. There's, there's, no, there's, no, two, there's, there's no options. And there's, op- there's other options, but they're not consistent. So you're talking about America's uh, pseudo-Christianity yeah, I would say 90, 95% of it's all garbage and trash and fake Christianity anyway. doesn't mean everybody in those groups is insincere. It means the expression of those Christianities, so quote, quote unquote, are inauthentic 
uh, and are basically uh, captured institutions. And that's why they push all the same stuff that the degenerate society pushes because they were bought and paid off and controlled a long time ago, especially all the Protestants. They were co-opted explicitly, I'm saying, by the same power structure. I mean, the Protestants have always been wrong, but I'm saying that their institutional capture occurred in uh, the 1920s and 30s with the Protestants. That's when explicitly they were taken over by moneyed interests like the Rockefellers on record through various seminaries and universities being created and bought off. Uh, And then later, by the uh, time of the Cold War and Vatican II, is where you really get the -the on-the-ground subversion of the Roman Catholic Church. Again, I believe the papacy was wrong for a long time, thousand years plus. But the -the on-the-ground subversion by the present-day power structure that runs the Western world, that occurred explicitly in the Roman Catholic Church at the time of <clears throat> Vatican II and afterwards, and that's why we're really just seeing the manifestations of that with Klaus, basically. I mean, with uh, uh, Francis basically saying the same stuff Klaus says. So, and and basically, Klaus's uh, BFF is Francis's mentor. So that's where we are. <clears throat> um, uh, but I would just say that you know, most of I would agree with you that most of what passes as Christianity is just another form of Satanism. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny because it's funny that they even can be in the polling pool if that's the case. But and then another thing is if they once you're like dancing with the devil in this way, like the scripture would say, it's just confusion and every evil work. And how do you try to reason with this? But uh, really expert analysis on this. And uh, yeah. So what do you think? Uh, That's kind of another point I was getting at is. How do you reason? You don't, because these people have surrendered their reasoning. So you can't reason with people who have surrendered reasoning. So there's no point. So you move on, and uh, you head for the hills, and you buy Bitcoin, and you um, build a homestead, that kind of stuff. (laughs) That's what what I would say. Uh, Literally, I mean, I don't... I'm not saying that we'll never have a society again, but if we do go into, you know, collapse mode... Uh, you don't want to be living in a damn high rise in Detroit. You don't want to be living in a Hollywood high rise. You want to be, uh, you know, out there in the country with Willie Nelson and and uh, Alex Jones. <laughs> That's where you want to be. <clears throat> uh, but again, guys, it's open forum. So uh, interesting comment there on Satanism. And uh, we kind of got into the nuts and bolts of the different groups. Uh, appreciate that comment. <clears throat> it was uh, an educated comment. He wasn't blabbering and stuttering over his uh, Franzia and coughing on his Virginia Slim, so I appreciate that. Brent, what's up, Brent? Brent, that's a damn millennial name if I ever heard one. Brent, dude, that's Brent right there. Brent, what's up, Brent? Hey, how are you? Awesome. So, just a question, um, you know, the... One of the major geopolitical events I personally would predict is that you're going to have a schism in the Catholic Church. If you look at the, um, if you look at the College of Cardinals, is pretty liberal, much yeah. more liberal than than um, when Francis took over. What you know, from your perspective, what what are the ramifications of, if such a schism occurs? <clears throat> it's a great question. <clears throat> I think we already kind of see it. I mean, there's already for a long time been, um, I mean, there have been many schisms already with the SSPX and there have been uh, um, 
you know, inklings that <clears throat> that continuing. And I think now what's going to happen is <clears throat> a lot of the trads are really just uh, uh, behind on the times. I mean, they're they're figuring out stuff now. Like I said, I was joking at the beginning of the stream, but actually, I'm not joking. I mean, they're they're figuring out stuff we figured out and and worked through that I worked through 15 years ago. So they're going to start figuring out that, oh, hey, wait, the, you know, maybe, maybe there's limitations to the papacy. Maybe we shouldn't follow him and everything he teaches. And they're going to go in the direction of maybe we need to find a Latin mass and they're going to find the suppressed Latin mass chapels. And they're going to get embroiled in the new controversies of trying to figure out whether or not they should embrace set of versus the SSPX schismatic halfway house position. And so they're going to, they're going to all sort of migrate gradually in that direction. They're already doing it. So I'm sure that <clears throat> trad chapels will grow, but again, <clears throat> uh, how that schism will manifest is hard to say because so many, I mean, it's just, a, it's a really difficult system to navigate when post Vatican one, it's obviously all built around the guy in Rome. And as soon as you surrender the guy in Rome, um, you're going to be in a heap of trouble and it's going to lead to just to more and more and more schisms, right? So the problem is that once you schism from Rome, the new groups end up all schisming, schisming amongst themselves. And we've already seen this with the SSPX birthing the set of contests birthing the uh, FSSP, birthing all these different SSPV, all these different groups that then try to work with uh, and work out the logic of the new position. Okay, so we're not going to be with Francis. How are we going to handle this? Well, we're going to reject his uh, magisterial teaching. And then you're going to have somebody point out that, well, yeah, but Francis is just saying the same thing that John Paul II said. Oh, well, uh-oh, maybe we got to also reject a lot of what J JP too did, did, like uh, the Assisi gatherings where all the world religions prayed together and he, uh, you know, basically <clears throat> capitulated to allowing voodoo worshipers to set up voodoo worship in the cathedral and, and and it's easy. Uh, I mean, they're going to start figuring out the logic of this position and it's going to gradually lead them into more and more absurdities. <clears throat> so hopefully, hopefully that will lead people to orthodoxy. I think that most people who figure out pretty quickly that, you know, if this system is built around Francis and I would say probably 80 to 90% of the people who weren't just raised in Catholicism bought into it on the sales pitch that it would give them unity, certitude, uh, you know, preservation of faith and all this stuff that, that, that was what the Pope was supposed to do. He's there to do that. That was the selling point. That's their car salesman pitch. I know. Cause I used to make it. And then when that breaks down, they're going to figure out, well, <clears throat> the very selling pitch that I had actually is the very thing that I'm saying doesn't work. So they're going to be confronted with their double think, and they're either going to go crazy, become atheists, go into schism into even tinier, crazier groups, or they're just going to become Orthodox. So <clears throat> I think that the Roman Catholic Church will schism as to how big of a schism that will be. Uh, who knows? But it's a long time coming because the Roman Catholic Church schismed a thousand years ago. So that's my take on that. Great question, though. Great comment there from uh, Brent. So, guys, it's, <laughs> it's open forum. <clears throat> I'm trying as best I can to stop coughing. I'm sorry, guys. Jamie? <clears throat> Yo, Jamie. <clears throat> Pull it up, like Joe Rogan says. Chase Haggard says for $3, how come you no, you no longer debate people who call you wrong, though? See, we must have we must be right to... Sorry, we have a right to know. Because I'm afraid, that's why. I'm afraid of everyone now, uh, and Chase has exposed me and called me out. 
So thank you, Chase, for doing that work of exposing, putting me on blast, putting me on notice, and showing that I'm afraid. I'm fearful of every single debate and confrontation. Paul, $5. Stanley will be canonized in 2025, nerd. Awesome. Yeah, we said a long time ago that we thought he would. Uh, you know, Stein Eloy's orthodox dogmatics had a big impact on uh, making me eventually make the, the leap to orthodoxy. So <clears throat> uh, we, I figured he would eventually be canonized. So that's great to hear. Geo Ortho, bro, $3. I'm from Georgia. This is a bombshell. What was a bombshell? Being from Georgia? That ain't no bombshell. And by the way, do you mean, do you mean you was calling from Georgia about three or four hours south of me? Was you calling from that Georgia where we need to put you into the jail for violating Georgia Penal Code number 666 for being faking great? Is that the Georgia? Are you talking about Georgia, that other country way off in the middle of nowhere? Where are you talking about? You must be talking about the country of Georgia. And what's a bombshell? Months ago, SSSG released hidden footage of Serbian revolutionaries Serbian lecturing Georgian NGOs on how color revolutions are funded by the U.S. government. And then he sends a link to, he sends a link to, <clears throat> I can't copy and paste that link, but it looks like it's from Telegram. Uh, so let me see if people want to go check this out. Let me see if I can re redo this super chat here. Let's see, I have to come over here. Let's do redo the super chat. Supposed to. Where's it at? I don't know. It's not popping up, but thank you for that Georgian ortho boat. Ronin Instruments, $50. Whoa, dude. <coughs> Dire Wave. <coughs> Mad TV, Lonely Island style sketch comedy needs to happen. Hey, I've been saying this forever. That's my dream come true right there. That's what I want to do. <clears throat> now, I have a good friend who is trying to work on something like that. But, um, <clears throat> you know, who knows? Don't know if that's, that will come through. But look, <clears throat> I think the hardest thing in our day and age is to make stuff happen the way that stuff used to happen, right? Like it used to be when you had networks that were uh, dominant, <clears throat> you know, they would fund, they would buy, studios would fund and, and, and then the networks would buy uh, a series, a season, and then you would get option to see if they would buy the second season based on how the first season went, right? But that's the old system. And so now we're in this new system where everybody's basically doing their own media from their own house or from their own studio or whatever, which is great. But <clears throat> then it's like nobody can pay for any of this stuff without, you know, big backing. So, I mean, I can't afford to bring a bunch of people to live around here and film sketch comedy for a month i mean you think i can't afford that so the problem is the funding so <clears throat> then people you still have to solicit donors and you know this kind of stuff to get that stuff funded so that's how that works you do a GoFundMe. i mean maybe i don't know but i mean i'm not gonna be, i'm not gonna be able to raise you know five hundred thousand dollars to fund the filming of a season of a tv show maybe it wouldn't cost that much i don't know how much it would cost but i mean that would be ideal that's what we'd like to do if we had, he, uh, Ronan says, if we had a Mad TV, Lonely Island st style sketch style sketch comedy show, uh, it would be the best content on the web. I think so. Like, imagine if we got, this would be like a dream team. Who could we get? Let's see. 
Sam Hyde. Um, we get Scooter. Uh, Scooter's actually really funny and super smart. Uh, Theo Vaughn, I think. It's basically, all the people I think is funny, right? <laughs> Theo Vaughn there. Jamie Kennedy there. I mean, you could never get all these people to, together to do it, but it's a great dream team idea, right? So, anyway, all that stuff never happens because of funding. Marcunius, $5. I hypothetically made a J007 AI model, and I cloned your voice for making satire. Yeah, I think uh, Orthodox Kyle's been doing that, too, so he's made some funny ones. <clears throat> what sponsors would Joe Dyler, who's, I don't get Joe Dyler, but what sponsors would he have? Uh, I mean, the real, the real me has chalk, so... That one should be obvious, but if you're talking about a fake version of me, I don't know what's the what's the fakest grayest shit imaginable. Skittles, um, Disney. I don't know. <clears throat> I guess I need to understand more of your skit. All right, let's go back to the Q and A. Uh, it's open forum. You can call in about anything related to theology, God, atheism, red pill topics, feminism, men's issues. History, geopolitics, atheism, Marxism. We just did another three-hour breakdown of the in-depth arcana of the schisms and schools of Marxism the other night. So that's fresh in my mind. Uh, materialism, what else? What else? Uh, a guy called in about Satanism. That was a good question. Nobody's ever called in about that. <clears throat> so let's see who's up next is Basil Enjoyer, St. Basil Enjoyer. What's up, dude? <coughs> Hey, Jamie. I'm Jay. Yo. Hey, uh, so I got a question about the supposed uh, reunion at uh, Nicaea in 2025. Um, so I'm in the Antiochian parish, or Antio uh, my diocese is Antiochian. So how, how would that affect me as an Orthodox Christian? Um, do you think that they're gonna that the Antiochian uh, archdiocese is actually gonna follow suit with uh, the Greek patriarch? Um, <clears throat> hopefully not. I mean, I think there's a lot of <clears throat> resistance to that. I think they float these ideas to see if they can pass it off. And if there's enough people who don't, uh, go for it, it will never happen. It won't work. So they push and float these ideas to see if people are up for it. And that's part of the reason why they hate me so much and come after people like me is that me and others, uh, you know, the, what the influence that we have stands in the way of that. So they would rather me just shut up and go away and stop talking about orthodoxy and leave the church or something like that so that they can push this stuff because it's a bunch of fakes and phonies and frauds. So, uh, but I'm yeah. not saying that I don't think everybody in the Antiochian, I think a lot of the Antiochian church, a lot of Rocor, a lot, a lot of the uh, diocese would be completely opposed to that and it's it won't fly, but they're going to keep pushing it for sure. So, <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, I know my, my priest particularly, he is vehemently opposed to Rome, so like, I don't... I don't think that my priest would go along with it, but like if, if he did, I'd be shocked and like I'd probably have to find another diocese <laughs> because like yeah. I, I don't I couldn't see myself going to Rome. Right. No, nobody wants to go back to I mean, anybody with any amount of discernment in their body would not want to be on board with what Francis is up to. And if you want Francis, then just go to Francis and enjoy his new world religion and leave us alone. Right. Stop subverting <clears throat> uh, us. So Anna Karenina, what's up here? Let's see. No way. I thought she requested to speak. She didn't request to speak. My thumb hit Francis. <clears throat> Uh-oh. We got Pope Francis coming in. What's up, Pope Francis? Hi there. Uh, 
to actually ask you a question. I have come seen you a couple of times, and I'm a new believer, so I have started learning more about the faith basically in the past couple of months. So I'm an ex-Muslim now, a Christian. So I just wanted to say, ask you, uh, for a new believer, what what are the few things that you would actually pinpoint to a new believer to understand the difference between Catholicism and orthodoxy? Uh, so if you can enlighten that for a new believer to understand those things, understand the differences, that would be great, please. That's all right. Yeah, I would say read a book like... Uh... Vladimir Lovsky's book, Mystical Theology of the Eastern Church, and that will give you a theological <clears throat> uh, difference or a basis in the theological differences. And then I would say um, if you're looking for a really good grounded historical book, I would re say read the Papadakis and Meyendorf book that just, I don't know how long it's been out, but <clears throat> I'm pulling it up. Um, okay. It will give you a uh, really deep insight into the era when the church really schismed. So this is like the year 1000 to the year 1400. And uh, <clears throat> I just read it through when I was in Italy and then coming back. Christian East and the Rise of the Papacy. I did, I've done two talks on this book already. Christian East and the Rise of the Papacy. So that's a really good deep historical book. It's uh, about four or 500 pages. But I would also say, uh, if you want an easier book, read Michael Welton's book, Two Paths. So that's a, a shorter, if you don't want to go into a 400-page uh, you know, history book, if that's too much for you, then you could read Michael Welton's book. It's like 250 pages, Two Paths. <clears throat> okay. Brilliant. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, great questions. Yeah, uh, God bless you. Glad to hear that you're uh, out of Islam. That's that's great news, and glad to hear that you're interested in orthodoxy. So, Ying, uh, what's up, Ying Ying, Ying Yang twins? What? Yeah. Yo, man, what's good? What's up with you? Um, basically, yeah, I just got like three quick things to ask you. Like the first thing, yeah, is um related to basically like my friends, yeah, they they know the philosophy behind like why. Uh, God obviously exists and they, they uh, we've been through this numerous times but they just don't seem to care how am I supposed to get them to actually care about it well you can't I mean that's out of your hands right <clears throat> all you can do is on an intellectual level present <coughs> the best case and the best arguments you can if they know that then I mean it's there's nothing else you can do it's out of your hand all you can do at that point is just love them bro just love them by the way we're going to make the next year because everybody says I'm so mean. Well, guess what? Since I'm so mean, 2024 is going to be about love. How's that? Will that make all of the internet happy? And stop calling me mean to hurt my feelings. I'm going to be full of love. California Prepper sends a super chat and says, Pick me next. He's a pick me. He ain't got no date, no girlfriend. He said, Pick me, pick me. Just kidding, dude. California Prepper, $3. Pick me next. Okay, I'll pick you next since you got to go to work. I got to go to work. You better work, work, turn to the left, work, turn to the right. Remember that? That's that's y'all's favorite RuPaul song. We know this audience loves RuPaul. California Prepper, what's up? Hello, can you hear me all right? Yes, sir. All right, so I am a evangelical Pentecostal. I'm an Orthodox Inquirer, and I have kind of 
three questions slash uh, stumbling blocks that are kind of getting me into orthodoxy. Okay. Uh, if you could just quickly touch on them, that'd be sure. nice. So first one would be like the veneration of dead people or like the bones, kissing of the bones of dead saints. All right. So when they asked Jesus if Abraham is dead, what does Jesus say? I'm not aware of that. He's not dead, but he lives to God. Okay. So if you look at the book of Revelation, when the saints are in heaven, are they dead or are they alive to God? Offering the prayers of the saints on earth to God the Father. Yes. Right? Yes, yes, they are. All right. No, so I, when Elisha, uh, uh, well, excuse me, when Elijah <clears throat> dies, what is it? What do his bones do? <clears throat> I'm not familiar. You haven't Sorry. read the Old Testament? I have, but I'm very young. So That's fine. That's okay. Right. So when you go back and <clears throat> you read the story of Elijah when he dies, his bones are put in a tomb and another guy dies. And then uh, when he touches Elijah's bones, he comes back to life. So that's the basis for <clears throat> the relics because the relics are <clears throat> deified with the divine energies. They, they're alive. Those people are alive to God. And that's why we hallow their bodies as arcs of the covenant. So basically the way the Ark of the Covenant was holy because it bore the uh, divine theophany. So also in the New Testament, the body itself becomes a divine theophany as the house of God. And so the body that we have is deified and it has the divine energies in it. So the divine energies drive away the demons, work miracles, etc. That's the basis for the belief in relics. And that's why in the book of Acts, they take cloths from Paul's body and it heals people. <clears throat> Can I get a verse for that reference in Acts real fast? Yep. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm just writing all this. That's fine. <clears throat> yeah, I, I just I don't remember exactly where that is in Acts off the top of my head, but <clears throat> Acts nineteen, eleven, and twelve. <clears throat> So that sufficiently answers the first one. Actually, uh, the third question I don't really need. Uh, the second main question is why pray to Mary and why kind of venerate her to the level of Jesus? Because she's the mother of God. She's a Theotokos. She was chosen to be the vessel. She's not reverenced at the degree of Jesus. Jesus is her creator. And if you look at Apocalypse 12, she is the Theotokos. She's the mother of God. She's pictured as the queen of the universe. So it's the book of Revelation that gives us an insight into this. Uh, but good questions. Thank you for that. Uh, California Prepper, much appreciated. We're going to move on because I'm not trying to be rude. But it's like we've done, we've answered those questions about Mary probably 50 times in past live streams. And it's just kind of like the same old thing. <clears throat> yes, I still have the Vatican coof. And if you have a problem with me coughing, you don't have to watch this live stream. <laughs> so it's that simple. You can leave rather than complaining. Do you think I want to be coughing? No, I don't want to be coughing. So <clears throat> I will go get a cough drop though, but I got to get Jamie's attention. Jamie! When Jamie can bring me another coffee for the coughing, <laughs> uh, I'll get her to bring me a cough drop just for you. Uh, Logan bitching daily in the chat. <clears throat> just for you. I'm going to suck on a cough drop. All right. Robert the deuce. <laughs> get it. Good one, bro. Hi, Jay. Yes, Hi, everybody. 
Are you familiar with uh, Apostolos Makrakis by any chance? Who? Uh, Apostolos Makrakis? No. And in fact, I find that the less I'm familiar with people on the internet, the better. Oh, I see. Well, this is an author. He writes a book about uh, psychology, logic. Uh, Actually, it's it's referred to as New Philosophy and the Philosophical Sciences. And he was a Greek theologian uh, in in, uh, in the uh, mid-19th century. And I found his books to be pretty edifying. Okay. Um, anyways, anyways, part of the, his uh, part of his explanation of philosophy was to write about and explain the cognitive faculty of the soul. And in some of his other books, he writes, uh, and I think this is in relation to um, what um, one of the church fathers, I think, um, uh, had written about uh, microcosm. Uh, he, and I just want to make sure I got this right. So um, just as an example, he writes here that um and is very brief uh he says for the father cognizes the son through the spirit and the son cognizes the father through the spirit that connects them and the spirit cognizes those whom it eternally connects into one and i think what he's trying to explain here is that um uh so there's this uh this relationship that we have as being uh made in god's image and this trinity that exists in three persons uh and one god uh is kind of uh is we have we give this in a similar expression by our uh, our cognitive faculties uh, mind body and spirit uh and am i making am i making sense thus far so i mean yeah some of the early church fathers do make um triadic analogies to uh mind and soul and body and spirit and all that and heart uh i mean it occurs before augustine augustine goes really far with it and tries to kind of speculate what would we would say a little too much so i'm always hesitant to go beyond um kind of what's uh the limitations in cappadocian theology so i don't want to take it into the augustinian domain of of uh, mapping that triad too hard because what happens is that then he reads the human uh, analogy back into the divine as a way to try to prove things like filioque. So <clears throat> there is an element of this though, where I mean Maximus, Gregory, Saint Gregory Palamas, they they say that there are little trinities in in the world and that man is a little trinity. <clears throat> so I mean again with limitations, uh, I would agree with all that. I don't know what exactly is meant by one person cognizes the other. So, I mean, the father knows the son and loves the son, and the son knows the father and loves the, the father, but I, I just, I'm not sure what that guy means by cognizes each other. I mean, maybe it's just a, a restatement of what the Cappadocians say, but uh, sounds interesting. I'll have to check him out. Thank you for the recommendation. <clears throat> hey, Jamie! She can't hear me. She's at the other side of the house when I <clears throat> sorely need a cough drop. You know what? Uh, we're going to do a little bit of a brief uh, uh, stepping aside here. I got a super chat I'm going to read. We got a bunch of people in line to talk. Uh, but you need to hear a little bit about chalk.com. And uh, I'm going to go get a cough drop because I still got the Vatican. Y'all got that Vatican cough? Yes, I still got the Vatican from freaking being there a month ago or more. It's like six weeks of being sick almost since. <coughs> Since I basically got throat AIDS from Francis. That's that's basically what it is. Uh, I don't know how it happened, but I got Francis's throat AIDS. But look, <clears throat> uh, I got a message for y'all, though. Y'all need to learn about 
Chalk.com, show sponsor. Check out this ad real quick. We'll be right back while I'll go get a coof drop for y'all. Play the ad, man. I'm trying to play the ad. Chad mode is your ultimate natural pre workout. Uh, if you're here on designed uh, to take the chat, your performance to, to the next minute. level, I'll be right back. Chad mode is for natty beast alphas only. Whether you're hitting the gym, invading a favela, conquering a small village, gambling, burning the midnight oil, mogging on your coworkers, or getting banned from Facebook, Chad mode gives you the competitive edge you need. It's as simple as mixing one or two scoops of our fine powder into water or juice, providing you with a delicious energizing beverage featuring a burst of sweet organic fruit flavor. Chad Mode will give you the extra edge you desperately crave. Chad Mode stands out from the crowd by excluding artificial flavors, preservatives, sweeteners, and dyes. We've even avoided so-called natural flavors, ensuring a clean and effective formula. Only soy boys and betas guzzle blue dye and sucralose, further tanking their already low testosterone levels. Chad Mode is made in America. Unlike your common TikTok peasant's pre-workout powder, it does not contain Chinese lab-made caffeine and artificial sweeteners that soy boys so often crave. Experience the pure goodness of Chad Mode with Blue Magic registered trademark organic blue spirulina extract, organic lemon, cherry, and organic maple crystals. Forget synthetic caffeine, Embrace the natural power of organic green coffee bean extract. Each dose of Chad Mode mirrors the caffeine kick of a cup and a half of coffee, delivering a surge of energy alongside essential vitamins, minerals, amino acids, and herbal extracts. Chad Mode will allow you to fire your boss and mog on anyone who opposes you. Chad Mode will give you a dominant and aggressive edge, like a lion hunting a gazelle where the gazelle is a TikTok gym zoomer macro guzzling sucralose on the daily, edging to TNF videos. Whether you're seeking a high-potency, junk-free pre-workout or a better way to kickstart your day, Chad Mode has you covered. It's not just for men. Chad Mode is a solution for anyone ready to conquer their fitness and life goals, dominate their co-workers, and aggressively gamble their life savings. Don't miss out secure your supply of Chad Mode on TikTok shop with a limited-time, massive discount. Elevate your workouts and supercharge your days. Oh, man. Chad mode. Not for your average Jim Bro Zoomer who guzzles <coughs> synthetic blue. <coughs> All right, we're back. Perfect timing. Go ahead and use that promo code and get on Chad over there. Chad mode is your ultimate natural and, pre workout. Uh, whoops. Get on over there and uh, make use of the j50chalk.com promo. <coughs> I'm back. And uh, for the guy earlier, again, the book was, here's the book, Two Paths by Welton. Great book. And then the other book, uh, Christian East and the Rise of the Papacy. Again, also a really good book. <clears throat> the Mind Earth Papadakis book just goes a lot deeper. Um, really, really good. But it's pretty pretty dense history. I mean, it's a lot of history in there and a lot of theology in there. <clears throat> John Vanderschweet. Every time I read this, I think of Joran Vandersloot. I'm like, bro, you got caught that Natalie Holloway stuff. Why are you trying to super chat me? Joran Vanderslut. Joran Vanderslut. Jamie? Yeah. He's he's uh, super chatting me from prison. I'm joking. People don't even know who Joran Vanderslut is. I got a coof drop so y'all could quit complaining. <laughs> 
People in the chat, oh, is he coughing? Because I got sick, dude. You think I can help it? You think I want to cough? You think I want the coof? I want to go to Italy and I want the coof. I want to get the worst strain of the coof so I can go back and cough on stream and annoy everybody. That's what I want. You think that's what I want? <coughs> Stop farting. I'm scooting the thing, dummies. Y'all are a bunch of sickos. Just waiting, just just waiting for bodily fluids and body movements. That's all y'all care about on this on this stream. You need to you need to repent. A bunch of sickos, a bunch of pervs, a bunch of ASMR creeps trying to listen. Ooh, what's the sound he's making? Ooh, what's that sound he's making? Ooh, I like it. Ooh. With your big old Bose headphones on, with your nasty ASMR creeps. Yoron Vondersloot in the chat. You need to stop murdering chicks, bro. It's time to repent. You need to, you need to let Natalie Holloway be, bro. Edward, what's up, Edward? King Edward, what's up? Unmute. Unmute. Hello. Hey. Hello from New Zealand. Um, so, yeah, I'm a bit of a new guy as well. Converted in 2018. N new to what? And, um, new to what? Well, new to having <clears throat> faith. Um, converted. And Hold on. Co converted from what? Slow down, bro. <laughs> converted, converted from what to what? So... Anti-theist, um, I used to challenge all the Christians in debates and learned the Bible that way. Mm. And um, the truth captured me. I, uh, my pastor mate, he helped me <coughs> make that leap of faith. So I joined uh, a Protestant church, but it didn't feel right. So Not a fart, I ended nice. up going to a Catholic church. And so I'm sorry. I feel like I'd lean more towards orthodoxy. But we don't have an Orthodox church in New Zealand. Well, not where I am. But my question is, does it does it even matter? Like, my my connection is with is with God. So, does it matter which church I go to? Uh, yeah, because they can't all be true. How can they yeah, all be well, true if they're all saying different things? <laughs> yeah, Catholicism and Orthodoxy are pretty similar, from what I can tell. And in my view, I don't see anything wrong with what Pope Francis says. When you read his actual words, it's not what the media makes it out to be. Uh, well, I mean, <clears throat> I've read Francis's actual words. So when he offered, when he says that in his encyclical Fratelli Tutti, that he gives prayers for non-theists to pray together with uh, Catholics, you think that's true? Um, I think everyone should pray together. Yeah. It's, it's good for the soul. It's good for everyone. It's how everyone should pray together, right? Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> how do we all pray together when we all have different gods? Well, I've been to groups like even like a dinner. You go to dinner where there's heaps of different people. Yeah, I'll but do, that's I'll do the, the prayers that's... and I'll do the sign of the cross. No one else. No one else does the sign. I of just the cross. don't have the patience for this. Is too stupid. I'm sorry, man. Sorry. So look. <clears throat> It's not the same thing as praying with your family at dinner to invite voodoo worshipers into the church to do voodoo rituals. Pachamama is not the same thing as praying with your family. And I'm sorry, I don't have the patience for it. I can't do it. 
Uh, I mean, if you can't figure that out, then you don't need to listen to me, man. There's no, I can't help you if you think that everybody praying together is doing the same thing. What are y'all talking about? Farts. There's no farts here. There's a, a chair that constantly makes. You think that was a giant? Do you think the fart propelled me back? Do you think I can fart on command? Look at that. It's not farts, bro. I know that you guys were eager to just come on the stream to hear farts, but it's not. I will. I tell you what. <clears throat> I will let y'all know when I'm brewing up something, and I will put the microphone down there, and y'all can all experience it in your big AMR headphones uh, in a very special way. I'll let y'all know when I'm ready to rip one. But I have to be honest with you. It's just the freaking couch, bro. It's just the couch. I, I can't pull, I can't rip those on, on command, man. And I'm not going to listen to dumb low IQ stuff about Pachamama being, we're all just praying. Pachamama's just a symbol of Mary. Well, was well, just a symbol of Mary. It's all the same. <laughs> no, I don't have the patience for it. So y'all are saying I'm being mean. Look, I ducked out. I ducked out. How can you say, I mean, it's 2024, y'all, is going to be the year of love. He's still mean, though, because even though he didn't get into an argument, he's still mean. <laughs> I'm crying now. I'm you, dude. Unmute, man. Or, or don't. <laughs> Whatever, man. Later, dude. Uh, See, so he's mean. He's still mean. He's still mean. Freezing. Freezing cold. Cold-hearted. Snake. Hey, Jay. How's it going, man? Good. What's up? Good, good. Um, yeah, so I'm kind of new to this stuff, so forgive me for uh, if I'm not too knowledgeable on these subjects. but uh, To what stuff? Yeah. New, uh, new yeah, to what? So, like Christianity as a whole. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so something I've heard is that the Trinity is like the concept of the Trinity is just like from Plato and his triad. So what would, uh, what would your response to that? Yeah. Be? I've done multiple talks on how the Trinity comes from the old Testament and the old Testament far predates Plato. Okay. So go watch the, Dan Dan watch the Daniel Hakikachu debate, watch the old Testament Trinity talks. <clears throat> okay. And, um, and by the way, Plato's triad is not the same thing as the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So this is a dumb, low IQ mistake. Not you, but the people that make this argument are making a dumb, low IQ mistake that anything that's similar must be the same. Plato has a triad. Jesus and the Father and the Spirit are a triad. It must be the same. That's a word concept fallacy. Right. Okay, yeah. Also, um... Just another thing, um, just in terms of normative authority and all that, um, what are like, how do we know when there's certain issues that we got to like look at the church for answers? And then what are some issues where we can just like, we can just read the scriptures and just gather things from that? How do we, uh, how do we know what issues where we need to, what the issues are where we need to look to an authority and stuff? Well, typically in church history, we get indicators of these issues because they're the issues that cause a big controversy and get debated and discussed so the deity of christ the trinity christology mary um you know the the 
<clears throat> ecumenical councils, filioque, those are all big issues that led to big uh, confusion and debates in church history. So those would be, history would be one way that we learn about what those issues are. Um, but if you're saying like <clears throat> moral issues, like, uh, you know, what's appropriate between me and my wife or something like that in the bedroom or that you take that to your spiritual father. It's not, you're not gonna, you're not gonna find, uh, idiots on the internet giving you wisdom on that one. Right. Okay. So, I mean, church history is one example. I mean, I don't know that there is any like, uh, easy indicator and this is not this is true of any system right it's not like roman catholicism somehow solves this and makes it easier because all it does is move the problem back a step right they just say well we go to the pope okay we'll go to the pope where i mean i got a giant stack of papal documents over here so now i just have to read ten thousand more pages than i previously had to read to solve the issues right so there's not any one thing that's gonna like you know tell us you know there's there's no uh, you know, the infallible list of the infallible teachings. Like, that's a Roman Catholic idea, which they don't even have, by the way, which we should have, right? I mean, why can't the papacy just make it easy for us and give us the list of the infallible things? But they don't do that. All right, <clears throat> let's see. Next up, Demetrios. Demetrius. Dim Demetrius. Demetros. Hey, what's up, buddy? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. I recently saw a short clip where a guy asked John MacArthur about angelic sin and the origins of angelic sin and how if he, they were in heaven and Satan decided will to sin against God. And this is all predating original sin, the fall of Adam and Eve. Mm -hmm. I was wondering, I never heard you talk about it. I was wondering if you can give some orthodox view on the idea of angelic sin on the origins of it and how it may sort of uh, dismantle the idea of Augustinian original sin and how the Roman Catholic Catholicism view and the Calvinistic Protestant view might be even more destroyed by this idea of angelic uh, and uh, angels willing their own will within heaven to sin against God. <clears throat> yes, I think that uh, the Orthodox uh, take on this is covered in, for example, Vladimir Lasky's book, Dogmatic Theology, where he has about five pages on <clears throat> the realms that the angels uh, exist and inhabit are, it's called the Aeon. So God created a timeless realm that's created, it's called the Aeon, A-I-O-N. And the angels existed in that realm, and that realm is not necessarily heaven. Uh, it's a created timeless realm. The angels are in communion with God still, but it's not like everybody was in heaven and then suddenly they sinned. Rather, <clears throat> there's different realms, there's different worlds, there's different spiritual realities. The angels inhabit that aeon or that noetic realm. And uh, Lasky points out, again, driving this from the Eastern Fathers, that the angels sinned out of time. Since they were in a timeless aeon, when they sinned, they forever sealed their, their decision in that one timeless decision. Since we're beings that are created, our hypostases are created, we will end time. And since we will end time, there is <clears throat> uh, uh, a fluctuating, constant sort of making this decision, that decision, this decision, that decision. We are not beings out of time. We are beings in time. So our testing is different. It's over a lifetime versus the testing of the angels 
which was in an instant because they were timeless. That's the Orthodox view. So it has nothing to do with angels sinning in heaven. Uh, it has to do with the exegesis of the passages of Genesis 1 and 2, Genesis 1, 1 and 2, where uh, most of the, of the Eastern Church Fathers talk about that's when God created the angelic realm. So the angelic uh, realm is not necessarily God's throne, although the angels had access to God's throne. But there's still a created realm for created beings. And so that was the realm in which it was possible for the devil to uh, lead this rebellion and to sin against God. <clears throat> and then God allowed the devil to test uh, man in the garden. So it has a lot to do with angelology that's very different. Augustine has a uh, different view of the garden and of the fall and of the creation of the world than anyone else. He's not an uh, evolutionist, obviously, but he's also not a six-day creationist. Augustine, because he was still under the influence of Neoplatonism, especially if you read Confessions, has this idea that the world and reality and all that was created instantaneously. And part of the reason he believes this is because <clears throat> he believes in absolute divine simplicity. If you read Confessions, and Dr. Bradshaw has a really good critique of uh, Augustine's uh, uh, doctrine of creation via confessions, Augustine has to say that uh, creation is instantaneous because God's absolutely simple. And for God to do a bunch of different acts or works would mean that he's in some way composed or undergoes change. So it's his doctrine of Neoplatonic simplicity that conditions his idea that creation was instantaneous. And the same thing would then affect his idea of how Satan fell. I don't remember how what his account of Satan's fall is, uh, but he's you know clearly confused in confessions. And uh, Bradshaw has a really good critique of the overall divine simplicity presentation in Augustine's Confessions. So uh, that would be the angle that I would critique it from. I don't know that there's some immediate doctrine of. Uh, Satan's willing or the fall of the angels that necessarily disproves Calvinism. I mean, there could be. I just maybe I just haven't thought about it, but uh, that would be my answer to that. <clears throat> yeah, you should go check out John MacArthur's answer to this question. It's totally retarded, dude. Well, can that you give a can you give a TLDR? What's the, what's the lowdown rundown of what John MacArthur says? Basically, I don't know. Literally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's good all right he basically said it was satan's will and uh holy angels will with are in line with god wills and the ones that fell where their will was not in line with god's will and that's all we know from you know because he has to say the only thing we know is what we know from scripture obviously being who he is uh you know so it's it's a retarded answer that he gives you should check it out it's pretty laughable well i've never cared for john MacArthur, and i i thought he was even more of a uh uh goofball when they were remember when they were making a big deal because trump said like a four-letter word and all the evangelicals were like piety signaling about oh, yeah, i just no. can't believe that we would have a president up there saying four-letter words and i'm just like yeah that's the real problem in this country exactly mm -hmm. good job um i mean these people are completely ridiculous uh these evangelical scam leaders uh let's see man there's like we never have this many people waiting. We got 15, 15 people in line. <clears throat> I'm eating cough drops that make you have. Why is everybody complaining? What is coffee? I mean, what do you want me to, <laughs> you want me to <clears throat> make myself not cough? Do you think I would do that if I could? Of course I would. I don't even know who to go to in this giant list of. I'm trying to pick the, the craziest sound and name here that 
won't be just somebody asking like, you disagree, go to the headline. Nova. What's up, Nova? Hey, uh, um, can you hear me and all that? Yes, sir. All right, great. Uh, so just to give you a little bit of background, I'm kind of an agnostic atheist type group in a completely atheist household. I mean, I've heard my own dad say the words sky daddy multiple times. Ridiculous. But, uh, I'm kind of looking more and more into Christianity and, uh, I have a, like one or two questions I'd like to ask about, um, somebody, well, first of all, your, uh, argument about, you know, transcendental stuff and, okay, um, sure. logic and ethics. Uh, okay. That's what it's first. Yeah. So, um, what was I going to say? I'm sorry. I'm losing my a little bit. That's so, right. you know, the idea of logic and ethics just being is, or, you know, just existing on their own, you know, the kind of T-jump stupid logic, obviously stupid, but you know, what really, uh, this might sound stupid and I'm sure it is, but, uh, it's okay. You know, like properties of God, like love and creation so much um, different or less ad hoc. Like, why does God love? Why? What essential is about his nature that just makes him do that or create a universe? It seems a little bit arbitrary and ad hoc on itself. Um, i just like to have that cleared up for myself. Well, <clears throat> we would say that the reason God created was not any lack, but rather, I think Maximus's answer to this is that it's the overflowing goodness of God. So God, God being good, and because God is from all eternity, uh, sharing that goodness between Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, sharing that love between Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, there was never a time when he was lonely or he needed um, any kind of relational exchange. And this is a critique that we often... Can you can you mute? It's, the background noise is loud. Oh, I apologize. <clears throat> it's all right. So it's, this is never... Uh, like We don't ever say that... Or this is a critique, I should say, that we make of a lot of the Unitarian views of God, is that God didn't exercise or possess the action or the uh, exercise of a lot of these attributes or powers if he's a, uh, a unitar purely Unitarian being. And so, for example, there was no uh, knowledge of another. There was no love. There's no exchange of any relational category in those views until God created the world. Now, we don't say that. We think that God from all eternity um, knew the Father. The Father knew the Son and loved the Son in the Spirit, etc. So there's this, we have an answer to that kind of Unitarian challenge uh, of God having some degree of lack or lack of exercise of uh, uh, of energy or or attribute, but <clears throat> um, when it comes to why God created, uh, it was merely to share His own uh, goodness and being and love with other beings that He created. So it was, uh, it's the, the answer is just simply His goodness. <clears throat> And, uh, what is everyone talking about farting? Like the whole chat for like two hours has been talking about farting. I have no idea what's going on. Did somebody in the, did somebody come on and fart on their, <laughs> on the, on the Twitter space? Right. Somebody explain uh, this to me. Go ahead. Oh yeah. Sorry. Uh, so my second thing is more about, um, you know, demons and that sort of thing. And, you know, specifically Satan. So it seems to me like the, the, like where does the idea of Satan actually come from like in the scriptures and stuff so it seems to me a little bit almost like Zoroastrian or dualistic in a way and I don't really see where Satan comes from in the scriptures other than New Testament kind of just appearing all of a sudden like no it's to totally, totally wrong I, no again I okay. mean <laughs> no no I'm making silly objections I'm just trying to make sure well Satan's all through the Old Testament so first of all that's false I mean Satan's present in Genesis like I mean what do you mean he's in, he's well, in the garden in Genesis I mean even if you don't I mean, believe it the serpent isn't necessarily, why is the serpent necessarily Satan? I know I'm just making silly objections here, but I'm just trying to make sure like what, 
makes it exactly because Satan. the rest of the texts identify him as Satan. So what do you mean? In the Old Testament, or uh, yeah. Or Say, oh, okay. I was just wrong about that. Thank you for clearing that up for me. Yeah, I mean, the uh, have you read the Book of Job? Uh, oh, isn't Satan seen as more of kind of an ally of God in that one, or like someone making bets in that? Well, That's I'm what just what <laughs> the Book of Job identifies him as the tempter, as the adversary, as the one who was in the Garden of Eden doing the same thing, the accuser. He's doing the same thing that he's doing in the book of Job. So that's, that's just one thing that identifies who that is. I mean, um, Ezekiel 28, Isaiah 14, these all tell us who this figure is. Uh, I don't know about the Ezekiel one, but Isaiah 14 was talking about a king of Babylon, correct? Yeah, and it's comparing him to Lucifer, to Satan. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll have to reread that, but thank you so much. Appreciate it. Yeah, and you're not aware of Ezekiel 28? I mean, what about Zechariah, where Satan stands in the midst of uh, the high priest, Joshua, to accuse him? Okay, so he just left. So I can tell if that guy was trolling or if he's being serious, because right now that we're getting into the text, he runs away. So... I don't where I don't know where is it just ignorance like where do atheists get this dumb idea? I'm not calling that guy dumb. I'm just saying this dumb idea that why does this not pull up the book? I don't like this. I've not, this website sucks now. It used to be good, but now it's all loaded up with a bunch of ads and it sucks. <clears throat> uh, Satan is not in the Old Testament. I mean. He's like standing there accusing the high priest right here. Then he showed me Yahshua, the high priest type of Christ. Yes, there was a guy named Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord, who's Jesus, Yahshua, and Satan standing in his right hand to accuse him. It's just total ignorance. Like people have no idea what's in the Bible. They don't know what's in Zechariah. They don't know what's in Ezekiel. I mean, go to a concordance and look up satan in the old testament it's mentioned many many times so this idea well it doesn't say it though genesis one uh yeah the serpent is satan dude <laughs> that's not even controversial and how, well, how do we know that from the other texts that identify him as the one in the garden that was the accuser and the adversary hey jamie could you make me one more uh coffee what okay we'll do it can somebody explain to me what the the fart comment is? I don't. I have no idea what's going on. Who is farting? Is it me? And I'm did I fart? I didn't even know it. Or is everybody just tripping out because of this? Uh... Oh, is that what y'all want? So nobody wants to talk about real issues. Y'all just want to talk about farts all day. What? I don't have no idea what's going on. <laughs> was there a, a person that came on the Twitter space that farted on their stream? So now everyone in the chat is farts. The whole thing is just kind of gone off. We, we're just off the rails, dude. Everyone's trolling. Oh, I know that, but I'm just trying to figure out what the initial thing was. That How did this even get started? Y'all know this chair does this sound. It, I've been sitting in this chair for freaking three years now. Uh, let's see here. We're going to have to... Jamie's going to do a live stream tonight. So she's saying, let me let me in here. Let me in here. 
So I don't know. We won't have much much more time. So let's do uh, who's waited the longest. Let's see. B. Mello, he's waiting a long time. And uh, y'all go watch Jamie's stream tonight. So this ended up being about the devil and and Satan today. The devil, the, the devil and farts. Remember Martin Luther used to say that farts would like ex, would banish the devil. He said that, by the way. I'm, I'm not joking. What's up, B. Mello? Hey, how are you doing, Jay? Awesome. Jay, good evening. Mm. Uh, yeah, so I, I just had a question. Uh, I, I've listened to you for a while. I followed you on YouTube. I, I, I like you a lot, man. Uh, um, and the one with Tristan was hilarious. Y'all are like comedy gold when you guys are together. But anyhow, uh, uh, just one uh, question. I, I had a couple of philosophical things, but I'll break it. Uh, just one question. Um, it's about uh, referring to another man as father. I, I never understood, uh, and this is all in due respect and sincerity. I, I grew up as a Christian. I, I sincerely don't understand. I, I, my understanding, to my knowledge, you, we are not, as a Christian, you know, I'm a Christian believer, a uh, Jesus believer, and, um, you know, I don't understand. Uh, there's another channel that I follow. I love the guy, but that's the only thing that I don't understand as a Christian. Like, how can you... Refer to another man as father of the Bible specifically. I mean, uh, uh, is this, are you trolling? Or are you being serious? No, no, sir. No, no, I'm a big fan for real. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, you, you don't understand basic uh, turns of phrases. Like, you don't understand what rhetoric is. Yes, I do. Yes. And what, what are those things? What is it? What are the Ten Commandments? What does it say? You think Jesus contradicts himself when it says honor your father and your mother, but you can't call him your father? No, not at all. I, I agree totally. I, I'm in agreement. I just... All right. Not... No, I can't do it. I'm sorry. No, uh, uh, see the love? See the love? See the love? Was that me? No, I just left. Because I'm not going to have a low IQ interaction and be me. Death culture, $3. Uh, sorry, I can't talk about that on YouTube. You know that. But thank you for that. And yes, I've read that. California Pepper, $1. No worries. Thank you very much. Link the materials. Uh, link what materials? Who's I don't remember what you're talking about. Link what? I, I don't know what materials you're talking about. Link. <clears throat> oh, you're talking about my old video. Use a search engine, bro. I'm sorry. I'm just. See, everyone calls me mean, and I'm just like. To me, it's just normal kind of sass. You know what I mean? Link for you all the times that I talked about those things. Just use a search engine, man. It's like the younger generations don't know how to use search engines. I'm sorry, but you get a little bit of sass out of me today. But thank you for your super chat. Dylan Sewell, $5. Merry Christmas. Quick questions and predictions. Um, I don't have predictions. War drums. Not enough emotion to pull from. I don't know what that means. Pull, watching a script. Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff is definitely scripted. I don't know if there's going to be a war. Gary, $15. Thank you so much, Gary. American Vagabond, $3. I'm curious about your thoughts on AI girlfriends. Uh, I just broke up with mine. Just kidding. Um, we will be covering that this week with Tristan. So you guys know Tristan and I are doing a weekly stream. His channel, my channel, back and forth. So this time we'll be back on my channel. And we're going to cover AI girlfriends, Pods, and the movie Ex Machina. So we're going to be revisiting. It's almost 10 years since Alex Garland's Ex Machina came out, you know, I had a chapter in my book on it. 
many years ago. Um, it's going to be fun to revisit it now that we're seeing things from the movie Her, things from the movie Ex Machina actually manifest. So your AI girlfriends are here. All you soy men, uh, they're here. Head on over to chalk.com, by the way, to avoid the toxicity of having an AI girlfriend, which basically is just a surrendering to being a complete loser. Head on over to chalk.com. Use the promo code J50 to get 50% off everything at chalk.com to remedy your soy state. So we will be covering that this week. Me and beautiful Tristana, your favorite uh, trans boomer. Will this de accelerate Depop? <clears throat> I think that's definitely what they want. <clears throat> As to how effective or um, useful it's going to be. I mean, how many people are really going to want AI girlfriends? I mean, there's always going to be some weird nerd niche of creeps and goons. Not Chad nerds, not you guys, but non-Chad nerds that are into this kind of stuff. So I'm sure some people are going to like it. But is everybody going to go for this? <laughs> I don't know. Many are leaving the dating space. Yeah, I mean that's by design. They're gonna they're they're wanting people to not date and to not pair bond, and they they're gonna try to roll out the SEX bots for sure. But as to how effective it's really gonna be, I don't know. Big ball of five dollars. Did you know that Matt Dilla Monkey dressed in um, DRAG on his show? I did not. You mean like for one episode as a joke or like regularly? I didn't know that. Frankie D, $5. I thought it was cool that you wouldn't tolerate Pooch Mama Bullcrap. I don't know what Pooch Mama Bullcrap is. Posh Mama Bullcrap? Posh Mama? Who, Posh's Mom? Posh Redneck's Mama? Hell no, I don't. Posh, if you're out there, I don't tolerate your mom. I'm just joking. I don't know what you mean by Posh Mama Bullcrap. The more chalk that you take and attending the Divine Liturgy <coughs> raises your... Uh, Causes less tolerance of nonsense. Correct. So you guys see how nice I've been tonight? Did I get mean to anyone? No, I just simply left the ridiculous conversations. $10, Tristan. I'm glad to see... Excuse me, Tim Full Hat Girl, $10. I'm glad to see Tristan is back. My favorites are when you guys talk about Bertrand Russell and the crazy vegan cults. And that when you were grinding up beavers to contaminate the water supply. Yeah, that was the Osho cult. Osho, grind up beavers. That was one of my favorite streams. It was really funny from 2018, I think. And, uh, you know, that really showed me the potential that Tristan had for me being on his channel, right? There was a lot of potential there for Tristan to experience me. Uh, and I think we demonstrated that that potential worked out for Tristan to help him. Temple Hat Girl, $10. Are there any passages in the Church Fathers that describe the relationship that we have with our children when they passed away on earth? Hmm. Uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Um, I'm not I, off the top of my head. I'm not sure. It's a good question. AC five dollars. Thank you so much. AC. Uh, remember, guys, that Jamie will be live streaming here in a little bit over on her channel. She has um, written a lot of essays over the years on Badonkadonk, aka Beyonce, Queen B, Queen Bay for all you bigots out there, and <coughs> the importance of Beyonce in terms of cultural influence, and you know pop culture, mind control, and all that. So Jamie's going to be covering the... They're attempting to resurrect Badonkadonk, right? Badonkse. Uh, they're, they're making her relevant for the pop culture again. And uh, I think that Beyonce is jealous that, that Taylor Swift 
uh, you know, is all popular now. She's the biggest thing ever. She's even bigger than Jacko. Y'all remember Jacko? So, so Beyonce is over there jealous and she wants the limelight again. And by the way, I'm a, to be honest with you, I'm a little bit as an e-celebrity diva myself. I'm a little jealous of both Taylor Swift and Beyonce because we all know I'm an e-celebrity diva. Um, I should have the attention, the status that they have. Um, they basically stole it from me. It's not fair. We all know I'm the queen diva. So that's why I'm interested in it. That's why I'm interested in it. Her channel is Jamie Henshaw. If you go to my community tab, I'll share it here in a little bit. Thank you, all you guys in the chat. A lot of fun today. Uh, not that long of a stream, but still fun. We basically just focused on like the devil today and farts. So very profitable, very mature. <laughs> the devil and farts. I'll just title the stream The Devil and Farts, even though the YouTube uh, algorithm will like totally kill it if I do that. But